good news. I'm finally getting over the junk in my lungs. I'm breathing better. Glad to uh, glad to hear. Glad you're here with us. I'm Steve Guru. God bless America. Thursday, February the 20th, 2020. And here are three big things you need to know right now. Number three, Border Patrol agents in Michigan found a very unusual package coming across the border. A human brain riding in a mason jar. It seems somebody lost their mind. Yep, I said it. Was it being delivered in Nevada? Well, it didn't make it if it was. Number two, Malaysia Airlines Flight 370. Remember that? It vanished in the spring of 2014. Never been seen again. Now the former Prime Minister of Australia says he knows what happened, and so does everybody else. And number one, the gloves came off in Nevada at the Democrat presidential debate, and for the first time, Mike Bloomberg was on stage and in the hot seat, to say the least. He drew lots of attention and lots of arrows from the current frontrunner, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren, and Joe Biden, and pretty much everybody else as well. Uh, Welcome to it on this Thursday. So good to have you here. Um, I've got to be honest. Uh, The last couple of Democratic debates, I kind of turned them on, and they were so painfully boring that I couldn't watch. They were so painfully boring, I couldn't watch. Last night, it was not boring at all. I mean, there were fights and arguments and disagreements breaking out everywhere. Mike Bloomberg uh, was targeted for a lot of slings and arrows and, and abuse, but so were, so were other arguments breaking out. Bernie Sanders, the focus of a lot of angst from the others in attendance. Uh, everybody got in on the action. Amy Klobuchar and Mayor Pete and Elizabeth Warren, they all were in on it. It was chaos. It was pandemonium. Uh, I want to give you a takeaway from A.B. Stoddard. A.B. Stoddard appearing on MSNBC breathless almost after the debate concluded and here's how she summed up the debate it's bite number one from ab stoddard bite one how did the debate go last night in nevada here is her take ab i was watching you watch the coverage what'd you make of that I thought it was a great night for Bernie Sanders I thought it was a great night for Donald Trump I thought it was a terrible night for the Democrats terrible night for the Democrats Terrible night for that. Yeah, it was a, a, a t- well, let's find a couple of things here. Um, let's find a couple of th- uh, things here. Let, let me, um, let's go to bite number six. Uh, this kind of shows a part of the sideshow conversation we're going on. Uh, Mike Bloomberg and Bernie Sanders, clearly the two guys in the front of the room. But Joe Biden, honestly, had a better performance in Nevada last night than he's had for quite some time. He was throwing punches and stepping in and remembering where he was and everything. Kind of interesting, right? Um, but bite number six, this is a an argument that breaks out between Mayor Pete and Amy Klobuchar on the side. The moderators can't get this thing under control. This is kind of uh, the theme of the entire night in Nevada. Bite number six, go. We're going to talk about uh, votes okay, in the Senate in you know, Washington. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. Let's, let's talk about the major policy. Next question. Next question. My answer. Hello, 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 hello. Thank you. Senator Warren and Mayor Bloomberg, this question is for you. Yeah, there you go. I want to talk about, and maybe this is appropriate. Can I just defend Senator Klobuchar? Good Lord. I mean, it was just a, it was a train wreck at times. I loved it. I mean, I truly enjoyed it. I thrive on that uh, sort of chaos, especially with that group. So let me take you to the main event. Uh, We're going to jump to bite number eight. 
Bernie Sanders, Mike Bloomberg, throwing punches back and forth. But but it's going to get a lot better because what Elizabeth Warren did to Michael Bloomberg later in the evening was was rough. We'll get to that, but let's start with some of the dust-ups between Bernie and Bloomer, all right? It's bite number eight. Bite eight. Here you go. We have to subsidize Walmart's workers who are on Medicaid and food stamps because the wealthiest family in America pays starvation wages. That's socialism for the rich. I believe in democratic socialism for working people, not billionaires. Health care for all, educational opportunity for all. country happens to be a millionaire with three houses. What I miss here? Well, you'll miss that I work in Washington, House 1. That's the first problem. Live in Burlington, House 2. That's good. And like thousands of other Vermonters, I do have a summer camp. Forgive me for that. But, Where is your home? But, which tax Which tax haven New do you York, have your home? New York City, thank you very much. Yeah, and I pay all my home. taxes. <laughs> and I'm happy to do it because I get something for it. I love these guys. I do. I love these guys. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I, I, I'm going to save the um, uh, Elizabeth Warren until after the break. You have to sit tight for that because it, it well, it's just good fun. It's just good fun when Elizabeth Warren takes her gloves off and the and, and well, the claws come out. The fur was flying into that, to say the least. So, um. Let's back up to bite seven because here is NBC's Lester Holt, African-American, black news anchor, and he challenges Mike Bloomberg for his stand on stop and frisk and his thoughts on race, which, of course, has been in the news a lot lately. Uh, Bloomberg's uh, treatment of women and minorities has been very much in the headlines uh, ever since Bloomberg really started to take off over the last couple of weeks and really has moved into the top tier of candidates. Bloomberg, of course, Not on the Nevada ballot come Saturday for the caucuses. He's not on South Carolina's primary for next week. He's not on until Super Tuesday, March the 3rd. And he has spent over $400 million. He's trying to buy his way into the whole thing. He's trying to buy the nomination. I don't think it went very good. I don't think it went very well at all. So let's go to bite number seven, Lester Holt challenging Mike Bloomberg. Go. Mayor Bloomberg, at the beginning of this debate, you took some incoming fire on this next topic, so let's get into it. In 2015, this is how you described your policing policy as mayor. Quote, we put all the cops in the minority neighborhoods, and you explained that as, quote, because that's where all the crime is. You went on to say, and the way you should get the guns out of the kids' hands is to throw them against the wall and frisk them. You've apologized for that policy, but what does that kind of language say about how you view people of color or people in minority neighborhoods? Well, if I go back and look at my time in office, the one thing that I'm um, really worried about, embarrassed about, was how it turned out um, with stop and frisk. How it turned out with stop and not a very good answer. Kind of a weak answer. And it's interesting because he knew what the questions were going to be. Now, remember, he's 78 years old. The last time he was in any sort of a debate has been about a decade, maybe a bit longer. A decade, maybe a bit longer since Michael Bloomberg was any sort of a political debate running for office. 
a bit out of practice, maybe, but he comes across as aloof. He comes across as arrogant, condescending, dare I say, short man's complex. Oh, I can't say that on the radio, but people will be upset by that. I can't say that on broadcast. People will be upset by that. But it's true. It makes you wonder. One of our listeners says, did the claws come out for Elizabeth or did she bring her tomahawk? I, you know, that's subjective, I suppose. Subjective. Anyhow, 14 after on a Thursday, uh, Elizabeth Warren dismembers Mike Bloomberg. We'll get to that right after the break right here on the Steve Gruber Show. When you're young, losing money on Wall Street is a relatively minor setback because you still have plenty of time to recover. But when you get to be our age, it's a different story. We don't have the luxury of time. And a bear market now can do some real damage to your hopes for a comfortable retirement. Hey, it's Steve Gruber. Bruce Van Hall and Michael Douglas understand that. And that's why they like to design a portfolio that provides you with income, no matter what the market is doing, without sacrificing potential for growth. Don't let Wall Street dictate how you live your retirement. Talk to Bruce and Michael today about how to protect what you've worked so hard to build. Call 517-323-7526 and schedule a portfolio review today. That's 517-323-7526 or get online at mylifeplanfinancial.com. Mylifeplanfinancial.com. Steve Gruber was compensated for this ad. Life Plan Financial Design, Inc. is a financial services firm that offers a broad array of products and services, including insurance and annuities. Licensed in Michigan. DTE believes that the energy we all use doesn't have to contribute to climate change. That's why within the next 10 years, we will triple renewables and cut carbon emissions in half. And now we're announcing a bold new goal to reach net zero carbon emissions in electric generation by 2050. DTE has long been a leader in clean, affordable, reliable energy. And leaders don't just do what's easy. They do what's right. DTE. At DTE, we're committed to using our energy to serve and transform communities, helping to create a brighter future for us all through projects like building parks, partnering with schools, job training programs, and volunteering our time to those in need. Because at DTE, we believe we have a responsibility to serve our customers and our communities. Learn more at DTEimpact.com. DTE. <laughs> 